Dabo Sweeney said that former Clemson quarterback Kelly Bryant will not receive a ring because he wasn't on the team when they won the title. He deserves the championship ring. The answer is yes. I bet you believe in participation. Dabo Sweeney is one of my favorite coaches in college football, but he did something this week that I thought was really petty. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, we're so running Kelly out of show. Let's get to the big finish. Kelly Bryant played in four games for Clemson last season, but Dabo Sweeney says he left the team, doesn't get a ring. Is that fair? They demoted him, and then he left. Yeah. Why would he get a ring? That's what Dabo Sweeney said. Nick Post- Good morning. It's Friday, August 9th, and you are listening to the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz, a daily podcast catching you up on and breaking down the day's college football news all within 15 minutes or fewer. My name is Connor Tapp, and I'm joined this and every weekday by 24-7 Sports College Sports Editor Trey Scott. Trey, yesterday we mentioned Dabo Sweeney's comments about Kelly Bryant not getting a championship ring, but it was buried in the middle of our rundown and we only spent about 30 seconds on it. Mistaken news judgment on our part, I guess, because this story was all over the place all day on Thursday, from first take to PTI, and Dabo was the number one trending topic on Twitter for much of the day. It's a controversy that has no right or wrong answer, in my opinion, just a lot of noise, Connor. And it's getting so much noise right now. You said it. We were like, huh, oh, this is getting talked about on PTI? Um, maybe, maybe, we need to, maybe we need to lead the morning blitz off with this on, on Friday. So let's, let's talk about it. Let's just have a discussion, good old-fashioned discussion. Does the quarterback who spent three-plus years of his life in Death Valley – who started the entire 2017 season and who helped the Tigers escape with that crucial win over AM deserve a ring? Or is Davo Sweeney right on here? I mean, Bryant did leave after four games. He put his team in alert. And if Chase Bryce had not saved the day against Syracuse, or maybe I should say if Travis Etienne had not rushed for like 300 yards against Syracuse, Clemson might not even have even won a ring. Right. And there, there are so many layers to this conversation because first of all, Kelly Bryant is not out here in the street saying, I demand my Clemson National Championship ring. Dabo Swinney, give me my ring, you bad man. Like, that's not happening. We, it, You and I were there when he was uh, asked about it uh, to, as far as what I know, was the first time he was asked about it at uh, SEC Media Days. And he was a little uncomfortable by the question. And he kind of squirmed in his chair. And, like, it was obviously a little bit of a sore subject. But he was kind of, like, content to move on and be happy with the decision that he made. And um, so I, I think that part is important because Kelly Bryant is like kind of getting inserted into this d- discussion as kind of like an, an unwitting participant in, in this, uh, in, in this controversy. Um, then there is the Dabo Sweeney side of it. And I think his point is fine. You're not on the team. You don't get a ring that, as I said yesterday, that seems pretty straightforward to me. I, 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 don't, I don't know why you would want a ring for a team that you weren't on. That, that's what – no one's talking about that, Connor. What, are we sure and, – and we asked Kelly Bryant if he got a ring, and he said no. Are we sure he wants one? Would he want to wear Trevor Lawrence's ring Right is, is a really good question here, and maybe someone at Missouri will ask him. I am torn on this. I – I understand that Kelly Bryant was not on the team. Obviously, he wasn't. And I understand that him leaving was not part of Clemson's plan. Like, he he threw them a massive curveball that they had to adapt to in one week, and it nearly cost him the season. It is not a newfangled idea 
for someone who did not finish the season on the team to get a ring. A few baseball players have done that. That's a much longer season, of course, and you can get traded midseason. Anderson Vergeau, I was looking up online, basketball player for the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Warriors. He only spent 14 games with the Warriors one season when they won the title. He still got a ring and he accepted it. So it's not like he wasn't on the team. Like, I get what Dabo is saying. Uh, but Connor, like Kelly Bryant, he was more than he was more than just a guy who spent four games on the team last year. Like he was their entire 2017 starter. He was a backup quarterback. Like this guy was he spent so much of his college life and his his actual life in Death Valley. If he wants a ring, I don't even know if he does. Like, I don't feel like it's that big of a deal to give him one. Um, it, I, I, I kind of feel for him here. Yeah, that's a good point. It's like as much Clemson winning a national championship last season is as much about what happened two and three years before as what actually transpired on the field last season. So maybe it would be a kind gesture to, uh, you know, as, as someone who made a big contribution to getting Clemson to where they were to the point that Trevor Lawrence could step in and take them to where he'd take them. Um, I don't think anyone would fault Dabo Sweeney for giving him a ring in that situation. Um, I, I do think, you know, maybe you get into a question of, oh, well, do we give a ring to everybody who was involved in our program but left for one reason or another during the past two to three seasons? Like, that could end up in some murky territory, I think. Yeah, I don't know, though. Like, there there probably aren't that many players who, if they weren't on the team to start, I don't know. I was going to say if they, if they were on the team by the start of the season, give them a ring, but that's, I know that's splitting hairs. Yeah. That is murky territory. It's just, I, I think one one other flip side to all of this is you and I have, uh, we were at 24-7 Sports when Clemson, you know, won its first national title game and even played for the for its uh, title game in 2015 against Alabama. And it, it never, it is starting to just now feel like Clemson is like becoming this massive college football brand that's carrying shows like PGI right. and First Take. That yeah. wasn't that wasn't the case when Deshaun Watson was there, and I I can't help but think that like th- this entire week, to be honest with you, has been not necessarily any good news for Clemson, because you've had the NCAA secondary recruiting violations, which are not a big deal, but were still massive news on our website and others, and you've got this Kelly Bryant thing, which is like maybe the sports story of the week, and that Clemson's getting some edge, maybe. Uh, Dabo's maybe not as beloved as he was by the masses three years ago. And that's what happens when you win. And so that's maybe my, my upshot here. The massive upshot is Clemson is, is no longer little Clemson. This is a, a massive college football brand. That's uh, certainly emerged. And, you know, finally uh, college game day is going to be there uh, that, that Thursday night uh, Clemson versus Georgia tech. The, the interesting thing about college game day as a, the, of course I came up with this. <laughs> So if college game day is at Clemson, Georgia Tech Thursday night to open the season, and it's then going to be in Arlington, Texas for Auburn, Oregon. Well, week two, everyone was wondering, would college game day go to Clemson, Texas A&M or LSU, Texas? If college game day is going to have been in Death Valley the week before, then you can pretty much book it. College game day will be in Austin, Texas for LSU. 
versus Longhorns. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And on the other side, we've got some Big Ten East coach drama, a big injury for Notre Dame, and a stunning conclusion to a viral news story involving Georgia Southern's quarterback from last week. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Welcome back to the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz. One of the most memorable stories of this offseason was when Josh Gaddis said that Nick Saban spent 20 minutes chewing his butt out after finding out Gaddis was leaving Alabama with Mike Loxley to take the offensive coordinator job at Maryland. Gaddis ended up changing course and taking the same job at Michigan instead. Since that moment, there have been disagreements between the involved parties about a few of the details, including whether Gaddis really ever was Maryland bound. Loxley says no. Gaddis says yes. And who was calling the plays at Alabama, kind of, uh, when asked at Big Ten Media Days about Gaddis's contribution to Alabama's explosive offense, Loxley pointed out that he, not Gaddis, was the one calling the plays. Uh, then Gaddis, uh, Loxley's reaction was put to Gaddis, and he said, I have tremendous respect for Mike Loxley. He called every play. I'm 100% confident. I can call plays, too. Mike Loxley can say I watched him call every play, but ask him where the game plans usually came from. One of the things that's most important when you talk about play calling and games, your call sheet is one Monday through Friday. So, if nothing else, this should be a compelling B-plot when Maryland and Michigan face off in College Park on November 2nd. If it was really the case that only one of these guys contributed to Alabama's offense and we don't know which one, it cracks me up that both <laughs> Michigan and Maryland think they're like about to like have this like <laughs> wide open, awesome offense and one of them is just going to fall flat. But maybe in the case of Maryland, you have more help incoming uh, by name of Ron Zook. Uh, he has joined the Maryland staff as a senior analyst after spending the past four seasons as the special teams coordinator for the Green Bay Packers. Of course, he was a coach at Illinois for seven years. Juice Williams stand up. He was also the ill-fated replacement for Steve Spurrier at Florida, where he was 23 and 14 in just three seasons. A player Georgia had been counting on to be one of its top receivers in 2019 is instead heading to Florida International. J.J. Holloman is transferring to Butch Davis's program following his dismissal from UGA this offseason after details were uncovered uh, from a 2018 domestic violence allegation against Holloman. Last year, the former four-star prospect caught 24 passes for 418 yards and five touchdowns. Notre Dame tight end Cole Komet suffered a broken collarbone during Thursday's practice and is expected to miss somewhere between three to six weeks, 24-7 Sports' Irish Illustrated site reports. A junior who caught 15 passes a year ago, Komet was regarded to be next in line for a program who, of course, loves its tight ends. And hey, that long end of the timeline, the three to six weeks timeline, 
would run Komet's availability into the danger zone with a game at Georgia in week four. Georgia's Southern quarterback Shy Wirtz went viral last week after being arrested for cocaine possession in South Carolina. He was the subject of much online ridicule for claiming to the arresting officer that the white powder on the hood of his car was actually bird poop. Well, apparently, after taking the white substance down to the crime lab, they found out, you know what? It really was bird poop. With the suspension from the team dropped, Wirtz will now be available to get slaughtered against LSU in week one. Uh, finally today, Auburn <laughs> is making some slight tweaks to its logo for the first time this century. If that interests you, head over to Auburn Undercover for more details. That's going to do it for today's episode of the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend to check us out. For Trey Scott, I'm Connor Tapp, and we'll see you bright and early on Monday for the next edition of the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz.